You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't right, show signs of stop. Let me know if it's snowing. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Montgomery County. Morning's a lone star. We're starting a little late. Snow kind of caused me personal issues. Quick shout out to Quick Lube over there on 105. Good night. Dick was making snow angels in the ground this morning. That's There's why two, he's late. Yeah, that's or, that might be true. Uh, but yeah, it's on your special back, shout dude. out to those guys, Larry over there at Quick, Quick, Quick Lube. Lube. Yeah, Thank over you, there Quick by Lube. Papa's Ice House. Next that, time, like, be quicker so Dick can be that on area. No, 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 no! Don't say it like that. You know what's amazing to me? What? So I call this place because uh, my sister went there and she had like the highest regards for this place quick loop over there by papa's and i was like okay i call in and they're like yeah just bring it in uh at this time before we open you know we don't know how busy it'll be and they're gonna you know do the, do the normal like what's expected from a good car place i kid you not i get there i'm the first person there i meet them they're opening up the garages shake my hand they're like really nice and like yeah just take a seat i take a seat within 10 minutes at least seven to ten cars show up like all at once I was amazed. Wow. And, but what I, more, I, I was sitting there going like, man, that guy wasn't kidding. Like, get here a little bit, like, give me 20 minutes early. And, it makes uh, all the difference in the makes world. makes all the difference. Holy cow. And that's what I was telling you, like, hey, you know, they're on time, but they're like, we're going to be pushing it. And uh, luckily for me, they took care of me. And well, good. Well, I took the opportunity to go to our uh, favorite working taco place this morning, picked up some tacos. Yeah. And uh, got a confession. I was talking with, with them and. They were kind of bemoaning the fact that a lot of their, their stations that they were tuning into uh, had topics that just, you know, weren't for them. We're just gross. We're, we're grody. And so I said, well, you know, tune into us. And she's like, well, no, you're only on the Internet. And I realized too many people don't know we are on the air. If you're in the Conroe area, we're on 104.5. 106.1. And 106.1. Now, if you're a little south of that uh, or west of that, you, there, there are some other stations on those same frequencies. So you'll get the... Kind of thing, but if you're in Conroe, yeah, you can feel free to stream us on the radio for an enhanced experience. But hey, tune your radios in, you, you know, enjoy us. And so, uh, hopefully, she's tuned in this morning listening to us. We love your tacos, just saying. We are kind of blessed with having great restaurants for breakfast here. Like, you want a breakfast sandwich, Conroe Coffee. If you want a, ta- a working taco, a t- delicious taco, go to Carmelita's. Right. And we, uh, I we- haven't had Conroe House of Prayer though. Chop. I always wanted to go in there, but there's like a stipulation that you have to stay for the service. Oh, the 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 that's yeah. like uh the it's a building where if you're it's uh, right before Carmelita, like, like homeless or you're in distress, you can go no, there. No, for, he'll let anyone come in. Oh, is it? Um, okay. Yeah, but Not it's a he, religious yeah, he just wants you to stay and listen to, cool. to the service. So you get yourself so. a meal. And actually, when I because when I was walking to Carmelita's uh for the for the tacos, uh, they were actually inside. They were squeegeeing the windows. You know, these, uh, for the most part, gentlemen uh, were working hard for their breakfast. And that uh, that was cool. It's cool to have a place like that. But yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Carmelitas has like these awesome tacos. And uh, we'll be working on Carmelitas. Uh, Maybe we can swing a deal with them. We talk about them a lot on the radio and they'll give us tacos. Tacos. Oh, I'm a fan of that. (laughs) Tacos. 
Well, one thing I love that they do with the tacos is like I okay, so you know you go to certain restaurants and you order food and they do that one regular food type, but they do a little bit extra for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about yeah, at yeah, all? Like absolutely. you order a hamburger, order a steak, or but they make the steak, but they put their special touch on it. Yeah. My cousin and I call it the pixie dust. And so it's like, oh, they got this great milkshake. They put the pixie dust in it. So you get you know exactly what to order there because they make it really good. What they do there, I love their potato, egg, and cheese. Whatever they uh, mix their potatoes with, because it's some type of red sauce, mm-hmm. and they like uh, that's why they cook it. Mm-hmm. Man, ain't gonna lie. I gotta agree with you, Dick. I get the bacon tacos. We're just gonna make yeah, everybody. Yeah, you're just regular. You're not. No, 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 no. Because their bacon, it's they they're almost that, like they don't have the pixie dust. Cubed. Oh no, 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 no. You gotta try the bacon one because it's like no, cubes. The bacon is, no. is slabby thick. Like I was surprised you got bacon at uh, Con- uh Connor Coffee. It's, I always get the ham there. It's so much better. I, I'm a bacon kind. I know ham and bacon come from the same animal, but I'm, I'm a bacon kind of guy. Mean, it's so much better. Nah, I'll, I'll arm mercy for that one. So uh, snowmageddon is going on. Yeah, it's out 48 there. degrees outside right now. Okay, this morning so it was around 32. Melt. Yeah, so uh, it's going to melt. It's going to go away. But I heard a rumor that there's maybe more. Coming? Yeah. Well, what's what's funny is this is the high the highest of the weather or the temperature is going to get today, around 48. So we're already there, folks. At 9:38, this is the highest it's going to get. And uh, rain, not so much. So uh, I think last night and, and today is a perfect mixture of not enough rain to where the icy roads, except on the toll road. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know if you saw that. They're like, it's a fiasco going on over there. People are going down like the wrong way. Oh, yeah. To get it's, out. A, but, uh, it's a thing. <laughs> but here it was beautiful because it wasn't icy. Like I was like, when I woke up this morning, I had to take my car and I knew I had to do it. I was like, man, it's going to take me like 10 minutes to go, you know, sleet off my car. And I literally just go, whoop. And I was like, oh, it's just snow. Mm-hmm. So I immediately started making snowmen and, you know, <laughs> a little miniature snowman, you know, waiting for people. And I was, I was like, I wish I could just throw this at somebody. But funny you should mention that, Dick. It, it left in my, the, the coffee, you know, cup holder in my car is a snowball with your name written all over it. I'm when the get, show's over, I'm going to go get somebody. it. I'll get somebody. I'll get somebody. I'll get somebody I, uh, with this snowball. I did go visit my sister because she helped me with the car, you know, transportation. And I was uh, throwing snowballs and I felt really bad because I accidentally hit my niece who's three. And it was it wasn't like I threw it like full force. I was kind of lobbing it as a joke. Oh, but still, it's gonna be. She, well, it was great. Was she looked at me and she goes, "Really?" And then she started laughing. And I was like, "Okay, good. That was that's a good good turnout right there." Because <laughs> I'm a jerk. But uh, you're mean, Uncle Dick. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Dastardly and then I Dick. then I gave her I gave her full permission to throw as many snowballs at me as she wanted. A three year old. So oh, that was mighty brave of you. And then Schistler. I found out if you just scoop it all up and throw it in the air over everyone, she enjoys that too, because she'll dance in the snow. It happens so rarely. Uh, it is funny because I woke up this morning and I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed and every oh my OMG it's snowing and pictures, and it's easy to say okay come on people deal with it, but you know what this is. It's been a funky year for a lot of people, and just to have a quarter inch of snow in various parts of town, I think has done more to ease some spirits than anything else. You know, I was kind of, as I was you know, walking to Carmelita, as I was just enjoying the, you know, I'm passing people, and we're all saying, hey, good morning, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. You know, it just had a little something. So I, I was happy with that uh, snowmageddon going on. It happened so early, so let's take it when we get it. <laughs> Although, you know who uh, wasn't feeling the Christmas spirit recently? Uh, Shenandoah town hall meeting. So you know where Shenandoah is, right? It's uh, help me out. Is it north or south of Conroe? South of Conroe. Okay, just, I know he's yeah, it's between the woodlands. Yeah, it's the northern tip of the woodlands. They're the little, ones that have like six hotels 
inside yeah. that tiny area. And I'm living in one of them right now. So I know and, what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, Shenandoah, it's a little little neighborhood. It's pretty. It's kind of like Stepford. And if you go 46 in the 45 zone, you will get a ticket. That's just how they how they roll there. But uh, so city council, uh, I mean, they had a, a, like a town hall meeting going on the other day about um, they have a par- park called Toddler Park, and it's for little kids. It's for toddlers. And uh, when uh, uh, there's a mayor called Gary Watts, and when he was mayor, they apparently passed this resolution to, to provide fencing around it. And then a guy like, kind of got lost in the shuffle. Long story short, this town hall meeting, a former mayor, Gary Watts, and a current city council member named Ted Fletcher actually got into it so heatedly that cops had to pull them apart from each other. Now, this is over fencing for Toddler Park. Do you know what it really was over, though? Like, was it over the fact that— There was confusion over whether when uh, the resolution was first formed, it was tabled. And so there's confusion over what it meant by tabled, meaning it's tabled, meaning it's on the table, and, and so it's voted on. Or it's tabled for later. And there was actually confusion with everybody involved. And so Fletcher's trying to talk to Watts and Watts is talking back. And then Fletcher's wife says, my husband has the microphone. You shut up. And he goes, you shut up. And they then Fletcher launches himself across the hall. He gets about a foot away from Watts. I just, Toddler Park. <laughs> just, I wish I could have been a fly on that wall there. Or at least a um, like a Peter Parker, you know, photojournalist kind of guy to get pictures of this. Because that's... That's well, I what t- needs to go on the I'm telling you, if you watch the Conroe City Council, uh, they air them on our city TV, mm-hmm. and they have recordings of them. And I bet you, if you if you were really into editing, you could do some really funny videos of our <laughs> represent our our city councilman either yelling or getting passionate or falling asleep. Like you can get some really funny montage videos and put some background music to it. Well, when we take a break from our uh, Olympic curling screenplay that we're we're you know working on, we should do one of those um, bad lip reading things for city council. Yeah, videos. Then we should, shouldn't we? Let's do that. Oh man, that's so funny. I'm not kidding you though, folks. You need to check that out because some of them are just golden moments. But uh, you know, we do have to take a break here. We do have John Walling. Sorry about that, John Walling, coming into the studio. To promote a thing coming up, 29th Annual Cut and Shoot Toy Run. That's right, Cut and Shoot Toy Run, 29th Annual. It's going to be a really cool time. If you have questions for John, he'll be in here around 10 o'clock and talking about toys. And I I want to know why we call it hogs. That's what I want to know. Why do we call a motorcycle a hog? Is it because of the noise? Well, you don't call all motorcycles hogs, just the Harleys. A Harley is a hog. Are you sure? Yes. Are you a hog rider or something? My son is, and believe me, I've been schooled. Okay. Well, I need to know these kind of things. Yes. I need to know. I you know I can't. I can't. It was crazy to me is the mentality of a person getting on a motorcycle. I've driven a motorcycle before, and I realize how much fun they are, and how potentially too much fun they are. But uh, we're going to have John in the studio. We're going to have a lot of fun with them. That comes up in about 15 minutes, folks. Right now, we're going to take a short sponsor break here on Lone Star Community Radio. A special thanks to Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee, our morning show sponsors. So I hope you guys are keeping it warm. Got to rub those hands together, folks. Huddle together. Dick, stop rubbing my hands. All right, I will. We'll be back. But if you really hold me tight... Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. 
Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. And my dear, we're still goodbye. But as long as you love me so It is 946 on a Friday morning. By golly, we've almost made it to the weekend, Dick, despite the uh, global warming going on outside. Hey, that joke never falls for me. I think it's stupid. Why always gotta make everything political? It's not political. Even in your jokes. I'm just saying it's, you know, it's cold. When we finally out there. It's my favorite one. Outside. I always Baby, randomly say, you belong in, you'd be in jail. That's my new, my new 2016 slogan. You belong in jail? You'd be in, no, you'd be in jail. You'd be in jail. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, what? You don't remember that during the debate? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, yes. I think that's the only. I mean, I think that's the only thing people should remember from that because that was so random. But uh, welcome back, Maurice Lone Star. We're not a political show, so we won't talk about that anymore. We are a community radio show. That's right. Every morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And uh, thanks for joining us. We started a little late today. It wasn't be- it was kind of because of the snow? Kind of wasn't because of the snow. But uh, we've been hanging out, having fun. Again, we will have a special guest around 10 o'clock. We're gonna have John Walling in the studio. He's part of the Cut and Shoot Hog Chapter, and uh, they have a the 29th annual. Cut and shoot toy run. How do you run a toy? How do toys run? Depends on what they are, right? You say on batteries. See, I set it up. You didn't knock it down. Oh. How do toys run? Never mind. Moving on. That was really good. Thank you. I mean, (laughs) really proud of that one. I'll take that. So I I wanted to continue the story about Shenandoah. Did they actually get in a fist fight? Anyone get arrested? No fists were thrown. No arrest warrants were made. But these are two grown men. A foot apart from each other, shouting and gesticulating and probably puffing out Do their chest. Do you think uh, there's some underlying beef? That's a good question. Um, Let's still stipulate on it. You think it has to do with their yard? Like someone had their dog and they pooped in the yard? You know, and no, they're they're like, could, that guy keeps pooping in my there yard. There could be one of those things. There because you think it was a mad pooper situation? It could have been a mad pooper situation. Because the thing is, uh, you know, as I pointed out, this is about a fence around Toddler Park. You know, this is like getting in a fist fight over chutes and ladders or, you know, what what color uh, the gumdrop house is, the doorbell should be. Uh, so there could be some underlying tension there. Who knows? Uh, I, just sometimes when you have a, a, you know, Newtonian law, if you have an irresistible force moving, meeting a, an unmovable object, you, know, there, you have the Shenandoah Town Hall meeting. I think that's what I need to do is just beef up. And so when people go, oh, man, you work out. It's like, yeah, so I can beat people up. <laughs> you think that would be a good motive? <laughs> so I can beat people up. And the, um, John's not amused. <laughs> we're going to find out his humor level. We're going to find it out. John is in the studio with us, but we're we're got to go on in a little bit, a little bit for it. 
So wait for that one. Wait for John. But uh, did we talk about Al Franken at all? Have we talked about that? Not yet. I mean, is that something pretty – is that surprising to you? I think – The stepping down – actually, yeah. I thought that he would have waited until after the Alabama election to see if Roy Moore is in or not because I believe – Personally, and, you know, the skip, views of Skippy may or may not necessarily re- reflect. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. Uh, that he did not want to step down. And his even, you know, non-apology apology thing. Uh, when he said, I'm going to retire in a, in a few, or resign in a few weeks. I think he's waiting to see what happens with the Moore election because this is a chance for. He's waiting? He, w- he was waiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was waiting for that. But that's why he kind of couched it instead of saying, I'm resigning effective immediately. It's I think he's still trying to hold on. I think he was told you got to go. And because this is a golden opportunity and this is where it's going to get really messy. And again, this is my humble opinion that for let's say more gets reelected, which is looking like a very real possibility or the more more gets in. Then the other side can say, wow, you guys vote in. Well, they're always going to say something. Right. Right. But then that way, it's almost a, you guys are, your sexual molestation is worse than our sexual molestation. So to put levels on, it's going to blow up just in general. That's an interesting argument. Is it almost as good as the Shenandoah one? Almost. In fact, I I would have loved to have seen that go down. Well, this is the reason I'm bringing it up. It has nothing to do with politics. Mm -hmm. I saw that he did a press conference and I thought to myself, Imagine when if you had a, a lifestyle where you gave press conferences regularly. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that would be really boring. Well, think about like the. Well, I mean, think about like two two times a week. You got to go in front of people and get like give a press conference about a report. Well, that's, that's, why, that's what I'm talking about. That's why the only White House set press secretary who's made it past like six months in the history of the universe. Was C.J. Craig from the West Wing? That's so true. Because it's think about it. You were up there two, three, four, five times a day, and well, this I, is on both sides. Well, I was thinking, I, I, if I was a press secretary, I'd pull like a Ron White, the comedian, and just always have a cigar and a like a, a whiskey in the hand, and be like, "All right, let's get this going, guys!" And they like, <laughs> just sit there and smoke, and be like, "Oh yeah, what's going on? You got a question? Get hit me with it. Come on." And and, and if they get a dumb question, are you freaking kidding me? Uh, there's actually a good show out there called Designated Survivor. Have you seen it? Kiefer Sutherland's new show. Uh, yes, it, it, so I've it, heard of it. I know the premise. It's a page written right out of a Tom Clancy novel. He's like low-level cabinet. He's like uh, HUD secretary or secretary of education, and he's the designated survivor for the State of the Union address. What you know? What they do is whenever everybody's in the Capitol for State of the Union, they pick one poor schmuck to hide out somewhere in case everybody else dies. Yeah. Well, that, there's a there's an attack on the Capitol. Everybody dies. He becomes president, like out of the blue, and it's having to deal with it. And so his press secretary is, um, oh, Harold and Kumar, Cal Penn, is yeah. that his name? Yeah. And they're trying to make him kind of like that, not quite whiskey and cigar level, but. Well, in those shows, they always have the right thing to say. But what I would have, and I'll be considered the tater salad secretary. <laughs> Tater salad so, Yeah, because that's Ron White's, like, big joke. It's, you know, they call him tater salad. Okay. It's a good joke. You should you should look it up. I will. But, uh, yeah, can you imagine that on a little little info bar below it? It says, Secretary Tater Salad. <laughs> or is it, is it Speaker, House Speaker? What do they call that person? What, well, the Press Secretary? Yeah, Press Secretary Tater Salad. There you go. Tater Salad. <laughs> it would work. It kind of throw people off, so they're like, they kind of break down a little bit, so they're not too serious. Well, can you imagine if the pre- any Press Secretary, I don't care whose it is, this comes out with Groucho glasses just one time. 
just just once. That I, would just go so far to to break a lot of ice. I know because I don't know if anyone has had the opportunity to, but you need to check out like the full unedited versions of these press secretary questions because they're dealing with what like forty two news organizations all from like around the world. Yeah, and, the questions, and the questions are, are so. Well, the questions are all over the place, and that's one thing I've noticed that I've, I'm surprised there's not rules about. For example, if the president is giving, like, for example, the commencement speech for recognizing yesterday's Pearl Harbor attack, mm -hmm. while that was happening, they're like, the president came out and started, you know, I think he signed it, like the proclamation kind of thing. They asked him, hey, what do you think of Al Franken resigning? And I'm like, man, it's, it's kind of crazy. They can just kind of just curveball it at you. Well, it's kind of. During like that kind of thing. I yeah. understand the press secretary, that's what your job is. They're sitting there like just. You know, throw the curveballs at me. Yeah, there are. I mean, obviously, in the real world, there are levels of decorum. But here's the thing, and I'm actually kind of getting off on this. The press should have an adversarial relationship with the administration on either side. It's They're supposed to dig hard and ask the hard-hitting questions and try to catch people in a lie, in a non-transparency, yeah. you know, something like that. And I, I believe last few years that hasn't been there, but it's coming back. Now I think it's kind of— It's evolving. It's evolving a lot. Uh, and I think it might maybe kind of settle down. But uh, I props to any press secretary, and I don't care uh, who your boss is, who your president is, anyone willing to get up there. Because, uh, you know, as an actor in community theater, it's hard enough. You're, you're putting yourself out there, and every word you say is being you know put under a microscope and how you say it. And knowing that if all you got to do is have a weird face when someone takes a photo and that's your new headshot. Um, so hats off to the press secretaries of the world out there, past, present, and future. But yeah, I think I don't want to be in the press corps just to get the fl uh, free plane rides. You, apparently you wouldn't want a free they, plane ride on the When I was watching the West Swing, I noticed that. I was like, do they just, do these press people just fly around with the president everywhere he goes? Mm -hmm. And I think that would be a cool perk. Yeah. I don't know why. I, think Force, be cool. I would love to go on airplanes. I really like once. being in airplanes. I've only been in like twice, and it's a lot of fun, especially like the, the, the moment of taking off. Really? Have you been on a small plane? Oh, yeah. Like okay. the like two people playing? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the other time I was on a plane. Those are cool too. So you've been in a jet and you've been. So you on feel the... it. You feel it. I'm like, man, wind. Well, it's wind. like a Volkswagen nice. with wind, and people freak out every time. Like the the plane like jerks or shudders or hits some turbulence, people freak out. No, I was all about it. Well, think about it though. Let's say you're in a small car and you're you're, you're hitting a Houston freeway. You're hitting potholes. You're hitting cracks, and so you're you're doing this nonstop anyways. You're just shaking the simmering all over the place. It's just you know that there's solid ground beneath you, so it doesn't freak no, out. Uh, at Quick Lou this morning when they were asking me a question about a car, he goes. When you apply the brakes, does your steering wheel start to shimmy? And I was like, that just sounds really dangerous. In my mind, I'm like, that like people drive like that? Like, but they do the uh, shimmy shake. They do, yeah. He's like, does it shimmy? I'm like, man, that just sounds that sounds a little hardcore. But uh, <laughs> you know, it is that time. It's about time to take a break. I'm sorry. Take a break. It is a rare day today, guys. It snowed last night, so I encourage. Did it? I mean, I bet this kids. I don't see anything on Facebook about so it. So, how many times do you think the teachers had to stop the kids from coming in and throwing snowballs at each other? Because uh, that had to have happened. Oh man, if I was a teacher, I'd be throwing the snowballs. I'd be the one greeting each student with a little bow, bow. Well, I bet some people are like the teachers, like, oh, we're gonna cancel school today. It's one of those fortunate days of, of weather here. It's not slick, and there's snow though. If so only like we'd had gift. ice. Yeah, if only we'd had ice, there'd be no snow today. It's a gift. We had John Wallen coming in, folks. The next break after a couple songs. The 29th annual Cut and Shoot Toy Run. Brought to you by the Cut and Shoot Hog chapter. We're going to find out what hog means. 
in the CNS Charities. It's going to be a good talk. If you got questions for him, MW Lone Star, Facebook, or call in, leave a message, 936-647-3776. we got great music coming your way. And if you got a song request, same contact info. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it is mornings with the Lone Star. We're in the 10 o'clock block. It's 10:07. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. Dick's the other one. Happily brought to you today by Conroe Coffee. Get some hot coffee today, or some hot chocolate, or or try latte tea, whatever you want. They got amazing hot liquids over there and clean sweep office cleaning so to sweep all the snow out of our studio we're gonna give them a call but we got a special guest in the studio now we do yeah john's here yes john walling i thought it was chewbacca walking in momentarily this dude is like tall he's big well he rides a harley he rides a Harley. well you can't i'm just kidding you can I be could ride a harley if i wanted to hey john what is the youngest you would advise a person to start learning how to ride a motorcycle? The youngest. Because I know they make, mini, they, they make mini bikes. They make the mini dirt bikes. Yeah, so. Hey, they can do that. My daughter turned 15. We bought her a Sportster, and she was riding with us. Okay. But when she got her license at 16, she got a motorcycle license and a car license. And she rode that bike to uh, Sturgis. Awesome. Wow. wow. So, uh, um... John is also lovingly known in his group as Bigfoot, and I can see why. So he's yeah, he, we don't, he has we, a formidable presence. We don't have a camera down there. I'm just letting you know we're not going to show that. <laughs> not but his foot. but uh, <laughs> yeah, look, look on our uh, – uh, if you're streaming us like on podcast, go to the YouTube channel and, and get the video version of this. You'll see all of us, how handsome I am, how wimpy Dick looks, and just how, you know, for, formidable John looks uh, sitting across from me here. I'm making sure I say all the right things because, uh. you know – well, one thing I want to point out to folks, that John, the reason John he, John's here, he's part of the Cut and Shoot Hog Chapter and uh, CNS Charities, CNS Charities, that's Cut and Shoot Charities, and they're doing the 29th Annual Cut and Shoot Toy Run. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that, about how you can participate. 
uh, in different ways. Some things I never even heard of, uh, but we'll cover that a little bit. But let's get to know John a little bit more. So you ride a Harley Davidson. Correct. Is it the same motorcycle since you, like, the first motorcycle ever? How many motorcycles have you gone through? Uh, six motorcycles, four Harleys. Okay. I got 200,000 miles on Harleys since 2000. Okay. That's a lot of that's That's kind of... See, now with the snow today, what's the worst weather condition you've ever ridden your bike? Uh, I have ridden in snow. And uh, the worst condition, though, that was the scariest was hurricane force winds in Arizona. Wow. Now, fortunately, <clears throat> a Harley could actually probably withstand that better than a lot of bikes and motorcycles. Because, uh, you know, people don't realize these things are not white. It's like half, if you land underneath one, it's like half a car on top of you, right? Close. Mine's about 850 pounds. Okay. Well, what's, what's funny, I was reading um, kind of like a form about truckers. And one of the questions for the truckers were, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen on the road? And one of them wrote a really interesting piece about the wind, about how amazing you get to see what the wind does to things. Because he said one time he was riding behind another truck, and all of a sudden— it was almost like a hand came underneath it, lifted it up, and flipped it over. And like you said, like the hurricane, hurricane force winds, he's like, I never saw it coming. I was driving fine, and all of a sudden, whoop. So, I mean, I can't imagine being in Arizona and, and going through that. Well, we had we had been riding in the rain all day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was, we're coming into Winslow, Arizona. We had about 10 miles to go. And we started, we got on the edge and we were hit by 75 mile an hour winds. And this was in the paper the next day. So that's where I got the, the idea. Well, if it's, how much if it's that dangerous. <laughs> but it was, it was blowing so hard through there that they shut down the interstate 40. No traffic, no cars, no trucks, no nothing. Wow. The railroad line through there was shut. No trains were going between Winslow and Flagstaff. Fortunately for us, we had a reservation at a hotel in Winslow so we were able to pull in. The difficult problem was... Where do you, you put know, the bikes? Oh, no. well, we parked it out of the wind. But the difficult thing is we don't think about it here, but these little towns, you know, you, you hear about them. They aren't that big. And all of the electricity in Winslow, Arizona was out, the entire town. So we couldn't check in until they got electricity back because they couldn't code our key card to get in. But Ah, oh, technology. But, yeah. But uh, that was probably May of that year. At Christmas, I was cleaning the bikes up, and I, I was adding some parts, and I'm taking a part, part of the bike that you don't normally get to, and I go, it's full of dirt and small rocks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's we've, crazy. We've ridden, we've ridden in snow coming into Grants, New Mexico, uh, so hard. And, you know, windshields on motorcycles don't have defrosters. <laughs> I look over the top of mine. My wife looks through her. She rides her own. And I look back to see how she's doing as she's hanging off the side of the bike, <laughs> trying to see around it. So we took the first exit and the first hotel we came to. And for the only the second time in 17 years of doing this, we got to the hotel and we parked it and we ordered a pizza to come to us. <laughs> I mean, that's because it definitely is a lifestyle choice to to ride a motorcycle. I think I love that. I love motorcycles. I love riding on them uh, because it's just it is a great feeling. That's for sure. It's different than anything you've ever experienced. That's one thing I like. And maybe about one day it. you'll be brave enough to great, I just, be the front rider. I don't not know what it is. From, well, I was in an accident at camp. I rode a dirt bike, and uh, it's a little heavier than me. And then what happened? What happened was I accidentally hit. There was a man outlined his 
driveway with little rocks, but enough to where it was about three inches tall and it looked like a little pyramid. And I was trying to hit my brakes and then putting too much pressure on my left, my tire, my front end went to the left and I hit it like a ramp. So the the whole thing went underneath me and I did like a full out somersault backward, back, back flip basically. Wow. And I tore open my knee and uh, that was one of the coolest things too because every time I go, I'd rarely go to the hospital. When I go, I kind of like ask questions. So I'm asking the doctor while he's lifting up skin from my knee while he's like spraying all the disinfectant underneath because so much dirt. I was like, what are you doing there? And he's, and I was like, do you need to put me upside down so we can get it all out and stuff like that? And uh, But that it was a memorable moment. But ever since then, I get like this uneasy feeling being on a bike. So Dick, I, I'm already envisioning you in evil Knievel full outfit here. Just and that was on accident. <laughs> you doing well, the flip. Because yeah, people were like, whoa, what's Dick doing? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't mean to do it, but... I probably need to go. What I did, though, because we're out in the country, so it was about a 20, 30-minute drive back in uh, from in the, uh, on the property, and the, everyone, we just got out to, like, the middle of it. And I was like, oh, I can hang out for a couple of hours. Like, my knee's okay. And it's like you can kind of see the bone. But, you know, the skin between the bone on your knee bone, it's not that much. So I sat there in the back of the Jeep watching everybody have fun, and then we left and went to the doctor. That was, that was the end of my bike story. Well, there we go. Uh, I'd just love to see you, you know, not behind the wheel. What's the, how do you say, you, you know, you get behind the wheel of a car, you get behind the blank on a, on a Harley Davidson. What would you say? You that? just climb on. You climb on. I'd love to see you climb on a Harley and, and do your, do your thing on that. They're intimidating. That's for Aren't sure. Aren't they? Well, apparently, uh, they successfully sued Harley Davidson. Uh, huh, who, they, who successfully sued? Harley Davidson successfully got their engine sound trademark. Because of the, you know, they call the, uh, the potato, 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 potato. And in the movies, if you notice, it doesn't matter if it's a 50cc dirt bike. It's got, they would put in a Harley Davidson engine sound on it. And so they tried to trademark going, we are the only ones with this particular engine sound. I believe that. Yeah. So. but, but this, It's kind of funny right? that there's a department of Harley who looks out for those things. Hey, you hear that? Let's, let's make sure this is our sound. Yeah, that's our sound. They didn't pay for that. We, oh, we well, need. you can tell. You know, you got those people who can just hear like an airplane engine. Oh, that's a that's a Cessna 172 with two people in it. Man, see, I think I'm just going to be a sidecar rider. And oh, uh, I would, I would I so think do that's that. That's my only riding. I would so do that. <laughs> do you have any sidecar riders? Do y'all have that we with Harley? We do have a couple of people that have sidecars. And years ago. Out there at Austin Elementary School, we used to do a read-to-ride program. And okay. we would go and read to the kids, and then they had something they had to do to satisfy their teachers. And we would take the kids for a ride around their parking lot. Oh, cool. And, uh, oh, it was a huge, awesome event. Uh, but then attorneys got involved, and not that anybody was hurt, but it's like, who's going to be responsible for the liability? Yeah. So it's like, okay, y'all can't do this anymore. But we had sidecars and well, I mean, like, I'm not kidding you. It's one of those things. Getting on a motorcycle it is one of the most unique feelings that you would never be able to feel unless you did it. And I encourage everyone to just try it once, like get on the back of one with somebody who's experienced with riding with another person. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, John, I do have a question. We, 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 I promise we will get eventually get to the actual event coming up. But uh, I've noticed a lot of these three wheeler motorcycles out there. Either the two wheels in the front and the one in the back, or like a tricycle. So Harley riders, uh, how much contempt do they actually feel for these people? He's laughing. Look at this guy. <laughs> I am laughing because we have a newsletter, and I just wrote an article about that. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. 
in the motorcycle world, you wave at motorcycles going the other way. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a friendly world, regardless of what they're riding. Okay, but years ago, remember when we had the gas crunch and people were, the old people were getting on scooters? <laughs> Your Vespas. Okay. Yeah, and oh no, I'm talking about the cheap ones. Oh, like the, the motorcycle you know, where you pedal the, to get the engine going? You know? yeah. And uh, I wrote an article then and people were blasting me because I said, I'm not going to ride. I'm not going to wave at these people. And, and what a uh, political move by John. The, yeah. Oh, I'm terrible. Okay. <laughs> the, you know, and, and some of the Harley riders were saying, well, they're on a, they're on a two wheeled motorcycle. You used to wave ass and no, they're just cheap. They're bicycles bastards, on steroids. You know? they're, they're, yeah. Well, they what just about bought like- it to save money. But when you talk about those three wheelers, um, the one I, I kind of will wave at, but to me, they're just plain ugly, but. I was at the Lone Star Rally, and I got a good look at a Trex and a Slingshot. These are the ones that have two wheels with one in the back, and they have like a very low cockpit, and you sit in it. That's and, a car. Yeah, exactly. And these two old guys pulled up and parked this on the strand amongst all these motorcycles, and I'm going, this is not a motorcycle. They shouldn't be allowed on here. So I went over there and looked, and, and my article was written from the point of view, if it has four wheels, it is a car, correct? That's okay. I was, uh, a slingshot has two wheels in the front and one in the back. I guess what we would classify it. I wonder what the uh, state of Texas they classifies it as a motorcycle. Right. But I walked over. There was an insurance guy, you know, trying to give one of these away. So he wanted our name and our information. <laughs> and uh, I went over there and it was kind of slow. So I, I got in an argument with him and he says, no, it's a trike. It's got two wheels in the front and one in the back. So I said, well, let me prove it to you. We walked over there, and I got to the back, and he went through this all again. I walked over, and I touched the steering wheel, and I said, what do you call that? That makes it the fourth wheel. It's a car. And all he can say well, is, you got me now. Yeah, I mean, I imagine, in my mind, what classifies as a motorcycle is the way you accelerate. Is it with your feet or is it with your hands? Your hands. And that's what I'm saying. Like so, and then your right hand. And then if you're sitting on a motor— I feel like that's something that's important for a motorcycle. Right. Well, it, it makes sense uh, in England, and I don't know, I'm sure they still make them, but in the 70s, they had this car, and I'm using air quotes, so you can't see them, uh, called the Robin. I think Reliant made them. And they were a three-wheeled car. One wheel in the front. And oh, the yeah. Back. They had horrible turning problems. Well, they'd flip on it. You know, you'd look <laughs> at them hard, and they'd flip over, but they were classified as motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it was a, when I say a car, you know, it had a full body, doors sitting in it, and, you know. It only said one, but so yeah, that was classified as a motorcycle, so I can see that. So, because um, I'd also think, but you'd have me, a lot less control with a three wheeler. Like if you're turning, it's easier to like flip. I would think, wouldn't it? It is, it is. They have to be careful with that. But Harley makes some trikes, the traditional ones, one wheel in the front and two in the back, and mm-hmm. they claim that they're pretty stable. You know, and I know quite a few people as they've gotten older moved from a two wheeled Harley to the trike. You know, and and they do a fine job of keeping up. Cool. So I, I think what we're taking away from this is that in the world of Harley Davidson, those who ride the three-wheeled motorcycles or the, the trikes 
are kind of viewed as like bongo players. You, no, you know, if they have the two wheels in the front and one in the back. Oh, the, that's if what... If it's a Harley trike, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I see how John works. If yeah. You, if you have any concerns... This just, is consumer just, loyalty. Well, if, yeah, if you have any concerns... As I explained to you guys, I ride a Harley. I do not ride a motorcycle. This is true. And he raised a good point. You know, you don't walk up to someone in a, in a Bentley or Rolls and saying, hey, you know, a nice car, nice well, sedan. Well, hopefully if folks are listening, like, we just got to call John at the cut and shoot hog chapter to make sure this is okay. I think that's what we'll, that's what we'll point. But uh, hey, John, we uh, we got to take a quick break, but it's going to be a short sponsored break. When we come back, we want to learn about the toy run All and right. things like that and how people can get involved. I appreciate you hanging out. Uh, folks, if you're just now tuning in, this is Mornings of Lone Star. We got John Walling from the Cut and Shoot Hog chapter Thanks in the it. studio talking about the 29th annual Cut and Shoot Toy Run. We have more information about that coming back here on Lone Star Community Radio. Stick around. Let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Turn the way down low Let it snow Let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star really here on Lone Star Community Radio. Connors oh, FM 104.5, 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for joining us this morning. It is a beautiful, beautiful morning here, uh, and one of a kind morning too here in Conroe and Montgomery County. It is snowed last night, and I hope everyone. Uh, I haven't yeah. re- heard anything about it online. Me either. Are you sure? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we have John Walling in the city. We're continuing our conversation about the 29th annual Cut and Shoot Toy Run. Sorry, John. We had to get to know you a little bit more before we uh, talk about the real stuff. It's our vetting uh, process. It's our vetting process we do here on uh, Morning's so Lone Star. I don't have to leave yet. Nope. Okay. Well, we got to get we got to get it out. What's going on? The 29th annual Cut and Shoot Toy Run. Now, Sean and I are going to guess what it is. My guess is you have your motorcycle and you put a bunch of toys on it and then you ride your motorcycle with the toys on and you deliver them. That's my guess. What's your guess, Sean? Oh, my guess is I thought it was going to be like you wind up all the toys at the start line and then you can get them going. You give them like a four minute head start and then you try to outrace the motorcycles with them. Okay. Now, John, what is it really? 
What is this 29th <laughs> annual? I got this weird look from John like, oh my God. Well, that was a good guess. I get <laughs> <laughs> So what is this uh, toy run? What's going on with that? They do them all over. Okay. Um, and typically it is a ride from point A to point B and you take toys to the destination for the, uh, the kids. I got it right. Okay. Got it right. Uh, our version <laughs> is a little bit longer than that. We have a, a ride that we call a sleigh run. You used to call it a poker run until the legal beagles got. So those lawyers came and into came it and in again and ruined our fun. Do you have yeah. any lawyers in the chapter? Do you have any lawyers in the chapter? I feel like that's what you are missing out on. You always got to have that lawyer. No, the I hog. think they. I think they usually ride trikes. <laughs> <laughs> With warning labels all well, yeah, over Yeah, there you go. But uh, no, our, our version of the toy run, we have, we have a, a ride like that. It's a couple hours long that we enjoy. And then we are going to meet up at a school parking lot and have a parade uh, in Willis from the Lynn Lucas School through town where their homecoming parade goes. Because mm-hmm. the event is at, actually at the North Montgomery County Community Center. Yes. And... Uh, while we are doing our ride, we've adopted 73 kids from Children's Protective Services. So those kids and their families will show up and they'll have lunch that we're providing. Santa arrives leading the parade on a Harley. And then while we're eating our lunch, the kids will come up and get their prizes or their presents from Santa. So we all get them a big present to be getting from Santa there. And then they take a bag full of toys home for Christmas. So that's our version of a toy. That's going to be... So it's cool. If people want to contribute, well, how can we do it? We can still have time to donate toys or what's going on or money. The sleigh run has a $20... The, well, the, the sleigh $20 ride. fee for the toy run weekend uh, for the day gets you into the sleigh run. You get lunch and to watch the kids with their presents and Santa Claus. As okay, what day is this happening? Sunday. This Sunday. Sunday this morning. Sunday. Oh, fantastic. Nine o'clock in the morning at Texan Harley Davidson. And you can show up there. We do for this. We will take any motorcycle rider there is. You're going to slum it this time, huh? Yeah. Even three wheelers? Yeah. Yeah. If I showed up with a Reliant Robin, they have to park at the HEB parking lot and walk across, but we'll take their (laughs) third wheel has to be in the back. (laughs) Yeah, third wheel. That's the rule. I like this idea. This sounds like a great club. Right. I'm telling you. But, well, you know, our motto is to ride safe and have fun. Key on to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the chapter director, his license plate says no rules. <laughs> so that gives you an idea of how we operate. Let's get that guy in here. You ride the only Oh, yeah, he's funny. No he's much funnier than I am. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if we can handle it. They'd out-funny out, out, out us. We'd be out of a job, Dick. Well, I, John. How much they pay you? <laughs> John, if uh, if people want to have more information, find more information. Where can they find it? Do we does the Hog uh, chapter out here have a website or a phone we, number? Or we have a website. Cut and shoot. That's cut in shoot hog org, and we're also on Facebook. Okay, cut in letter in shoot hog dot org. Now, what does hog mean? Because Harleys and hogs are like the same thing, right? Yes. Where's that, where's that yeah, we're finally going to find this out. Yeah. Tell me about We've it. What is, hog? what is hog? Hog, currently, hog stands for a Harley owners group. Now, Makes sense. In the early 1900s, when people started riding motorcycles, the very beginning ones and cars, things like that, there was a lot of motorcycle racing, and Harley promoted their brand by racing. 
and uh, one of the teams had a had a pig as their mascot, and eventually it became you know the the hog team, and that's how they raced. Harley Davidson, 35 years ago, got real smart. They'd, they'd been calling Harley's hogs ever since that time, and uh, they copyrighted Harley Owners Group acronym HOG. There you so go. So they created the Harley Owners Group, and now pretty much every dealer sponsors a current a local chapter. And we're ours is named after Cut and Shoot, the town, because back when they first started it, this part I'm not sure of, but I, I don't think they could have the name of the chapter be the same as the town or the dealership. So they picked Cut and Shoot, which has been good for us. Oh, because, okay. You know, we go to a rally and everybody goes, what is Cut and Shoot? <laughs> it really is a qu- conversation a, starter. Yeah, yeah, it is. And we, you know, I tell them it's a town. And then obviously they say, well, where is it? I tell them Cut and Shoot, Texas is not too far from Point Blank, Texas. And we're about 100 miles from Gun Barrel City. Do you understand <laughs> Texas now? <laughs> they say, no, we're, we're from New Mexico. We have normal names like Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's actually a town in New Mexico, Dick. I'm not challenging yeah, that. Yeah, just, you had that look just in case. Yeah, named after the game show. So on sa- on Sunday at 9, 9 a.m. at the Texas Texan Texan Harley Davidson on Fraser Street and loop new, the north side of the Loop 336, right? That's the. Yeah. It's right there. It's across the street from the H-E-B if people really are trying to figure this out. Registration begins and first bike out at 9 o'clock. Last bike out will be 10 o'clock. Okay. So they have an hour to show up. To show up. Okay. $20. And they're also asking if you can think about it, you know, grab an unwrapped toy and bring it along because then those will either go to CPS in general or to the women's shelter. What an awesome, awesome event with an awesome organization. This is cool. John, thank you so much for joining us this morning and letting everyone know what's going on with the uh, Cut and Shoot Hog and then also CNS Charities. Again, that's Sunday at 9 a.m. at Texan Harley-Davidson. $20. Bring your bike. Bring a uh, toy. Bring a toy and uh, help the kids. Bring your earmuffs. <laughs> any, any motorcycle. Any motorcycle. Yeah, they're, 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 they're slumming it this time. I'm going to bring my uh, my Vespa in to see if they let me in. Well, We'll let you in. <laughs> what about those? You just won't be able to ride with any of our groups, okay? <laughs> I mean, you can bring that motorcycle, they ride in Dumb and Dumber. Is that the, know, like the what? bicycle with the pedal that, that kickstarts yeah, the Yeah, and engine? it's like... Yeah. But we're going to have to take a music break. It is 1032 here on Morning's Lone Star. We'll be back uh, in a bit after a couple tunes. Don't forget, our sponsor of today's show is Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, folks, and also Conroe Coffee. Stick around. we got a half hour left for more Mornings of Lone Star. We'll see y'all in a bit. Fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, 
Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Down low, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in this We're home. back. Mornings with Lone Star. Hey. We're the last 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Oh, hey. Welcome to Mornings Lone Star. We're here every weekday morning from 9 a.m. to 11, <laughs> except this morning, 11 a.m. And if you're just now joining us, this is our last segment. If you want to hear the interview we have with John Walling over there at the Cut and Shoot Hog chapter and about this year's t- annual toy run. That they throw over there and cut and shoot and all. Actually, it's really Montgomery County. Uh, we're, we do post this to our YouTube and podcast it on iTunes and Google Play. Just look at Mornings of Lone Star. Subscribe so you can hear us every morning the day after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, we got to wrap this up. Breaking news. Well, it's not really breaking news. You know, we don't like talking politics a lot, but it just seems like that's the only thing that people are talking about. So it's unfortunate that... It's a political atmosphere right now. It really is. And it's been since... November 8th, 2016, <laughs> or a little bit before that. But the biggest news right now, and this is something that's still fresh, so no one really knows the full story, but apparently one of the, the women who have accused the guy who's running for senator in Alabama, Roy Moore, is that his name? Roy Moore? Roy Moore. Ro- Rory? Or Roy. Roy, Roy like Moore. Roy Rogers. Yeah, Roy Moore. Uh, she has made a statement that she did. What exactly did she say? Because you can't just say she... She didn't forge the signature. Well, she didn't forge the signature, but apparently the signature was what was the only thing that was real. Uh, so Beverly Young Nelson, she's the uh, former waitress who presented her high school yearbook, so she, it was signed by Roy Moore, uh, alt- has altered her story that she originally told. Um, so on ABC's Good Morning America, so this is you know another outlet to picking this up, but this is from her mouth, so this is kind of a confirmed story. Uh, she said she made some notes in the yearbook below where Moore signed it. And underneath his alleged signature, so right now even his own signature is called into question that if he did it or not, uh, is a date and location that Nelson said Moore signed the yearbook, uh, which was December 22nd, 1977, and Old Hickory House is the location uh, where she worked and she said he was a frequent customer. And that was the whole thing, her basis of he was harassing me and and writing that. Well, now um, she's saying that he signed the yearbook and nothing else. And this kind of has come to light because uh, his opponents pointed out it doesn't look like the same handwriting. The sevens look different than what he writes them. And so this is what's funny because I'm kind of scrolling down the news feed on this. And as late as November, you have your your, your different media outlets are like, uh, oh, they're attacking this poor woman. Um, um, uh, they're attacking this poor woman. And... Uh, they're saying it's false, but it's his own handwriting right there. Well, now it's kind of egg on the face. But this, Dick, we've talked about this. This is something, and this is not political. This is not Republican. This is not Democrat. This is just saying every time someone makes something up, no matter how little it is, the repercussions can be significant. And I'm talking about Michael Flynn lying to the FBI when he honestly didn't have to. In fact, you know, he didn't even have to talk to the FBI at that point. 
when he lied to them. And there was literally no reason to lie because what he did was actually proper. So you lie, there are consequences. This lady has lied and now it's going to put, it's going to change the narrative. And a lot of women, for the most part, women with real issues are now not going to be taken as seriously. And uh, I can't wait to see how this one keeps going, but this is significant. It is. Yeah. I think it kind of changed, especially, uh, I guess, the narrative in a sense that you're talking about. Absolutely. And uh, Abby, like I said, this is one of those merry-go-rounds of entertainment <laughs> that's going to continue, continue, continue. One thing before we go, we do have a story to follow up. I know like last week, I think it was last week, we were talking about uh, uh, Hawaii became one of those other states that allows medical marijuana cards and things like that. And what they also implemented was if you – had one of these cards, you weren't legally allowed to have a firearm. And so we're making fun of, you know, it's kind of like you, the federal laws work and work for you or work against you, depending on who, what citizen you are. Mm-hmm. And it depends on where you live now. <laughs> well, apparently Honolulu, uh, the chief over there, or the lady, Susan Ballard, uh, she said that the controversial policy was wrong and they're not going to enforce it. But there is an underlying thing. They will deny new firearm permits. Okay. So folks who do have current, I mean, to me, that's still, it's like going halfway, but not going all the way. And But it's a start. Wouldn't you think? I mean, not everything has to be. Well, no. I mean, to me, it's like yes or no on this. On this issue, it's a yes or no issue because it's, you're choosing to enforce a federal law and then you're literally choosing not to enforce a federal law on the other end. Mm -hmm. And either way you go about it, you can halfway enforce it, halfway not enforce it. But you got you can't do that. Like you got to say, okay, we can't do the medical marijuana thing here because it isn't federally allowed. To, but you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Because the same we have the same issues with the immigration laws right now. You have state law and actually city law countermanding federal yeah. law. And when until you get it straightened out, uh, here's a quick funny one for you. Uh, Pope Francis, yeah, is actually on the record saying that there's talk about changing the Lord's Prayer. You know, Our Father who art in heaven. Because the line, lead us not in temptation, may lead people to think that God leads people to temptation. And so, and this is actually, this is not like a, off I, a, I don't think this is the first time someone brought this up, though. Is it the first time? I feel like this is one of those. It could be an ongoing thing. This but, is one of those, but, let's put an embassy in, in over there and make Jerusalem the capital. Let's just kick it down the road until the first president. Well, so. Pope Francis apparently is taking it head on because he's actually directly addressing this. So it'll be interesting to see how that one turns out. But yeah, go get him, Pope Francis. Yeah. Let them know that God does not lead us in temptation. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting <laughs> stuff happening this Friday, folks. I hope you guys are staying warm here in Montgomery County. Before we go, I want to talk about some events that's happening this weekend. You go. As you so, look that up, well, we got John Walling uh, talking about the Cut and Shoot Hog organization doing the Cut and Shoot Charities Toy Run this Saturday at 9 o'clock in the morning at the Harley dealership on uh, uh, 336 North and 45 across the street from the H-E-B. And I did that from memory. Was I even close? Was I somewhat near that? Sort of, kind of? All right. <clears throat> there we go. So there's three events going on this weekend, and most of them are happening on sun- Saturday. Perfect time for all the snow. Number one will be something that we're doing tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We're going to be live broadcasting from the Conroe Outlet Center. 
featuring the Hero Holidays Harvest. They're giving out free turkeys for vets and citizens in need. That's right, free frozen turkeys, folks. The American Post, uh, Legion Post 411, is giving away a truckload of free turkeys to active duty uh, veterans and residents of Montgomery County in need. There'll be live music. It's uh, free coffee and things like that. And they're also doing giveaways for veterans only. So uh, what... Douglas was talking about Veterans Air. He's part of the organization, uh, the uh, American Legion Post. He said that you can show up. They give you a ticket. Uh, that ticket allow, that guarantees you a turkey, and you can pick it up whenever you want. You can enjoy the festivities until you leave and you can pick up your turkey. And then if you're a veteran, uh, you get to bring your ID card. I think they called it something specific. I don't really know if there's like well, yeah, a, well, you bring your military, of, your military ID, record. and then yeah. you're going to be put into a drawing or you're getting a gift card. A lot of people got together, a lot of companies Got together with the American Legion and donated a bunch of gift cards to help the veterans uh, in the area in Montgomery County. So that's happening. We're going to be out there. More information, heroesholidayharvest.com. That's heroesholidayharvest.com. Okay, hero or heroes? Singular oh, or plural? Now. It is plural. Heroesholidayharvest.com. If you are in the Conroe area, uh, after if you pick up your free turkey, you can head on down to the Conroe Christmas celebration it's happening on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. all day over there at the Heritage Place and also downtown Conroe. Uh, they're going to be having uh, two real snow hills, face painting, petting zoo, train rides. There's going to be camel rides, all that kind of cool stuff. And then around 1 p.m., the Kiwana Club is going to be doing their Kiwanis. Kiwanis, sorry, Kiwanis Club is going to be doing their annual. Parade through downtown. Cool. So that's kind of cool. If you live in the Montgomery area, over there in the city of Montgomery, they're doing a lot of cool stuff down there. Uh, they're doing the holiday marketplace. Uh, they're doing a Christmas parade. They're doing breakfast with Santa in the morning. They're doing the 40th annual candlelight home tour. And then they're also doing the 26th annual cookie walk. It's happening pretty much all day at different times. More information about that, you can visit experiencemontgomery.com. That's experiencemontgomery.com. Uh, that's Christmas in Montgomery. So there's a lot of things going on on the north side of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine there's stuff going on in the woodlands. Well, yeah, uh, and also here in Conroe, we got the two shows. We have Charlie Brown yes. Christmas, which is selling out left and right. If you want to see the show, they're actually having to add shows uh, because it's so popular. People love their family that much. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> Little Women over at the Owen Theater, uh, both shows tonight and all weekend long. So check that out. Check that out. There's a lot of stuff going on around town, man. And uh, if you're just joining us, sorry, you're missing us. We're leaving. We're out of here. Special thanks to our sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. If you need something clean, that's an office, cleansweepofficecleaning.com. And then if you want to warm up with some tea, coffee, I wonder if they have cider at Conroe Coffee. I'm not sure. Let's find out. Let's find out. So uh, thank you to, for them for sponsoring the morning show. That's Conroe Coffee here in downtown Conroe, right next to the studio, actually. Uh, it is 1055. We're going to continue on with some music. Full lineup today, irlonestar.com slash showcalendar. And uh, if you're just now joining us, we podcast and YouTube every show. So if you missed John from the hog chapter of uh, Cut and Shoot, you want to hear, hear him. It's hilarious. We find out what hog means. And we also <laughs> hear about stories. What's the worst weather condition he's ever been worst in? Worst weather condition he's in, the height of his wife, who has her own Harley. Uh, the kind of uh, Christmas trees they put on the back of their yeah, Harleys. there you go. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff there, folks. So uh, enjoy this cold morning. And uh, be safe out there and enjoy tomorrow with all the cool holiday stuff. Get out and uh, be part of the community. We'll be back to, um, Monday morning at 9 a.m. Okay? Yeah. yeah? Okay? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Maybe? Maybe? All right. <laughs> we'll get back to some music. See you later, Sean. See you, Dick. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. 
Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.